You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. All right, we're here at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. With a 15 side. Jeff Monte. You almost jumped in. I almost did. (laughs) Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. 24 side. Oh, there, Scotty's got it. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Doing good. So it is uh, Thanksgiving Eve. So, you know, back in the days when we were all a lot younger, <laughs> we'd be out partying right now. So we're more mature now. So we're at the speakeasy party. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, we can go home at nine and nobody will notice. Exactly. <laughs> nine, nine thirty. Nobody's got no yeah. difference. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing how times change. So we've got a tasting in front of us. This is one of those uh, homemade recipes. Yes, it is. Jeff, you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, this is uh, this is Robin and put this uh, mead together out of some of our honey that we uh, pulled off actually last year. So, uh, and again, when it comes to mead, it tends to be a little bit sweeter, but it's not. This isn't crazy sweet. No, it's that's good. Actually, it's not that's as sweet good. as some stuff I had a little bit earlier. <laughs> we'll talk about that here in a minute, but that's good. Great so taste. So you get down into it, you get the you get a little bit of the florals, yeah. and you get a little bit of that honey honey flavor. And I taste raisin. So what all is go. in the mead? I know you can put fruits in it, and you can do other stuff. This, so is this, this is just this is just honey, pure yeah. mead. Yep, this is just a honey wine, good. basically, is what this is. So Nice. It's very good. So, you know, I always say this, and I mean, of course, I wasn't living back in the day, but, you know, when they talk about biblical times and they talk right. about wine. This is what they had. It was probably me. Probably me. It was right. because they didn't have granulated sugar, right? Um, so they probably had grapes, but the sweetener was probably honey. Right. So Good stuff. So yeah, it so, turns out really good. Yeah. This recipe, uh, my my previous employer, the guy that worked in their uh, uh, R and D lab, he's a flavorist, um, a little bit of a scientist. He had he had made some mead that was just awesome. So he turned us on to that recipe, and and this is what we got. This is good. This is good. A good sipping drink here. It is very good. Very good. So it's been a short week for everybody. So how's everybody's week been? I guess uh, mine's been awesome. So great day today yeah been a good week i mean we had a good frigid weekend but you know in it the was house, cold we some, yeah, <laughs> yeah we got some stuff done in the house got some stuff in that in the house over the weekend and then uh and then it's been a short week like you said work week so and i made it a little shorter day because i snuck out early but mike how about you mine's good i'm on vacation from my normal job I've just been working liquor stores. So. <laughs> You've been working for Terry this week. Yeah, yeah I'm, under the, I'm under the the real boss. The real boss. <laughs> yeah. Scotty, how about you? Uh, the work's been easy, but I've been driving a lot. Uh, yesterday, I went to Danville, Illinois, 
on a service call and then um, Columbus, Ohio today. So just all you're the way put, across the state. You're putting the miles in. It's <laughs> a shame it was in Danville, Kentucky, a friend yeah. of the Wilderness Trail. Yeah. 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 yeah, we might have had you do a swing by. Yeah, could have yep. yeah. a swing by. Hi to Patrick Forrest. Good deal. Good deal. Um, so uh, prior to the podcast starting, uh, Mike had brought in something for us to taste. It was a it's Kentucky Maple Barrel Stout. So uh, anybody gets to try that, it is uh, five bucks a beer, just so you know. It is, and I love stouts. When I was a beer drinker, I, I was a stout drinker. I had, you know, Guinness on tap all the time. Uh, so with this particular product, you can taste the maple, you can taste the, the, the bourbon still, because it's aged in a bourbon barrel, and uh, the beer. So it's a pretty, it's... It, it's a coat your mouth to say the least well i can say i'm not a stout drinker i would avoid it like the plague but this was pretty good i mean you could drink yeah. this it wasn't it you didn't have to chew it before you could swallow it <laughs> so scotty we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> yeah. so you could yeah, actually just drink yeah. it yeah and it i mean it had a good flavor and i, I read on cider it's aged for 18 months in bourbon maple syrup barrels so how can you go wrong when you put bourbon and maple syrup in it? But. Right, and I think the sweetness just again. I'm not a I'm not a stout guy too much either, but just that little added sweetness really made it palatable. Very good. What's the what's that? It's like twelve percent. Twelve percent. Twelve percent alcohol. Yeah, I drank one beer and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. So you're not gonna sit down. And, you know, a couple of buddies. I need to drink some bourbon to, to calm down. Sober up. Sober up. <laughs> But I mean, that's why the price is a little pricey. But you're gonna not gonna sit down and knock back a case of this. Yeah, it's not like no. drinking Bush Light. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's not about quantity anymore. It's about quality. quality. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you're gonna drink one of these, and like Alan put his on ice. On ice would have helped mine a little bit, but it was still good. You know. Yeah. The older I get, the more I'm a sipping guy. Yeah. So it's it's just a little ice. And, I, and when I had beer on tap, I had it ice cold. In fact, I had three beers on tap all the time. I had Guinness. I had Shock Top and had Mick Ultra. Well, it was so cold, Mick Ultra, the alcohol freeze. content, you know, it would freeze coming out. I mean, there was crystals coming out the line the entire time. But it's all good. So I just wanted to, a couple things. Uh, we, we've had a lot of great comments on a, on a couple of our podcasts. Uh, and I'm going to play one of them right here. So this is from a gentleman named uh, Terry. He's been friends of mine for a long time. Uh, he started listening to our podcast uh last year i guess so uh he left us a phone message so this is my buddy terry got something to say about a podcast hey it's terry i was just going to give you a call i'm getting ready to listen to the the latest podcast um but i wanted to say uh, two things one the impossible meat and hypothetical questions podcast was thoroughly enjoyable and those, those are the two exact words that came to mind as I was listening to that, that this is thoroughly enjoyable. So uh, please share that with your cohort. And also, uh, I did not know that Ruben had such a run in. I went back and listened to uh, that episode prior. So I'm, I'm very glad that uh, he's uh, beyond being on demand, but that sounded like a scary chapter. And I'm, I'm thankful, I'm sure, that... Uh, not knowing the gentleman that uh, if he's a friend of yours, he's a friend of mine. I'm glad that he's well. So you guys take care. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you. Bye-bye. So uh, Terry listens to all of our podcasts. Terry's actually a musician. Uh, he used to play um, in a different band than I did. Uh, he played in Blackwood Ridge while I played in the Hollow. Uh, and then we played, we did some reunion shows together, and he played with the Hollow. So it's, 
Uh, he lives down in Lawrenceburg, Aurora area, so he's a avid listener to the podcast. So that's cool. Yeah, but Terry, yeah, appreciate that, Terry. That's that's great to get that kind of feedback. So the, our past pod, last podcast we did, uh, we talked about the Amish a little bit. So we had a lot of comments about that. <laughs> we did, yes. So I did some research. Oh, enlighten us, please. So we were trying to figure out, you know. How come that some of them have phones, some of them don't? Some of them drive tractors. With steel wheels with, with steel rubber wheels. screwed to it. So the Amish are averse to any technology, which they feel weakens the family structure. The conveniences that the rest of us take for granted, such as electric, TV, automobile, telephones, and tractors, are considered to be a temptation that could cause vanity create inequality and lead the Amish away from their close-knit community and as such are not encouraged or accepted in most orders. Most Amish cultivate their fields with horse-drawn machinery, live in houses without electricity, and get around in horse-drawn buggies. Well, I know it'll be a little vanity with a $120,000 tractor in my It is common for Amish communities to allow the use of telephones, but they do not allow them in the home. Instead, several Amish families will share a telephone housed in a wooden shanty in a nearby location. Electricity is sometimes used in certain situations, such as electric fences for cattle, flashing electric lights on buggies, and heating homes. Windmills are often used as a source of naturally generated electric power in such instances. It is also not unusual to see the Amish using such 20th century technology as inline skates, disposable diapers, cell phones, gas barbecue grills, because they are not specifically prohibited by the order. So. <laughs> well, my guy had a phone in the barn. Just hold up. <laughs> technology is one of the areas where you see the greatest difference between Amish orders. The Schwarzengruber and Andy Weaver Amish are ultra-conservative in their use of technology. The Schwarzenstruber, for example, do not even allow the use of battery lights. Old order Amish have little use for modern technology, but are allowed to ride in motorized vehicles, including planes and automobiles, though they are not allowed to own them. The new order Amish permit the use of electricity, ownership of automobiles, modern farming machinery, and telephones in the home. So they just can have... Old order, new order. (laughs) So new order is the The new order emerged mainly in two (laughs) regions. Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and homes in Wayne County in Ohio uh, were the cities, sites where the new Amish order started. Uh, In 1966, around 100 families split from the old order in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, or differences related to the use of modern machinery. So there's your... Okay, now, Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. Now, Dwayne, what do you got? Well, so I, my take on this is the gentleman that I had a, an encounter with embraces all modern technology except for taxes. Because uh, so, <laughs> he had a phone in the garage. So, so, so here's the deal. So there's no difference between that and Scientology. Uh, Amish is a religion. Oh, I know. I get so it. So that, that's where the whole tax and, thing goes. And the church owns all the property. Is how, no. no. So there, 
Amish, here's a big difference. Well, so, how do they own the property between without paying taxes? Between Amish and Mennonites. So Amish don't go to churches. Amish worship in their own homes. So their home is their church. There you go. Oh. That's so I got so I need to make my house a church. Yeah, the Amish the Amish worship in their own homes. They don't have a, a centralized church. Mennonites on the other hand have a centralized church location. Getting it figured out. Getting guys. it figured out now. Got to start I, doing a little research and a little reorganization of my chapter. I, I grew up around Milroy. <laughs> Who wants to join my my organization? <laughs> I grew up around Milroy, and we had Amish neighbors right across the road. And every Sunday, they uh, they would go to church at their ha- homes, like he was saying. Uh, they'd take turns going to different people's homes. Right. There, right. There'd be buggies and horses everywhere. Right. right. And they'd all be dressed up nice and yep. Yes, so yep. this particular article is by somebody. Uh, it's called "What Is the Difference Between Mennonites and Amish?" Uh, this person says, "I grew up Amish and later joined the Mennonites." So I'll try to give you some insight into the question. While there may not appear to be a large difference between Amish and Mennonites, especially between Amish and conservative Mennonites, uh, there is a difference. Uh, Apparently, Mennonites are liberal. Uh, well, <laughs> comparatively speaking. <laughs> comparatively, yeah. So, what do you get? Like a wild, wild hair? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go be a Mennonite. I'm gonna piss my <laughs> well, dad no, off. No, I don't think it's any different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you decide you don't want to go to the Catholic Church anymore, and you go you someplace else. That's true. Yeah. So, there's a lot of people leave the Amish world. So one of the biggest, one of the biggest, like a week or something when they become of age. When they're that's that's new world and old world. That's I mean, I thought that was all of them. No, it's not. Oh, in fact, that's one of the reasons the new world split away from the old world. I mean, there's a big book here, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Uh, One of the biggest differences between Amish and Mennonites is the horse and buggy. and none, no Mennonite would be um, happy if you referred to them as being Amish, according to this article, from somebody who is a Mennonite. Right. Yeah, I get They're that. They're not the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, it, but for the, for the layperson who, who doesn't deal with them all the time, it's, it's confusing and easy to mistake one for the other. Sure. Yeah. So you may wonder where they all came from, Amish, Mennonites, all of them. Tell us. The Amish and Mennonites all come from the group of Anabaptists that broke away from the Catholic Church in Europe. How long ago was that? Long, well, long it was in Europe, ago. so it was a long time ago. <laughs> so there's a lot of, I mean, you, know, you say what you want, but, I mean, if you think about trying to stay away from things that 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 separate the family community right oh, they mean, got we could out. we could all learn a lot from from oh, some yeah, of that sure. right because you know to be honest with you um there's been so much lost uh with regard to the family network right in our country that um that and that's that's one of our biggest problems in this country yes is and and unfortunately you know our government's been involved in it. I mean, p- sex of our government or politics has played a role in breaking down the American family. Yes, it is. I mean, from probably starting in the 60s is probably when it really got well, going. Actually, actually, 
before that, but uh, it was the 60s that probably really took hold. Right. All right. But I got something, uh, a little story to tell. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, we had Amish neighbors, like I said, but uh, we had, I had an Amish babysitter, my sister and I. Uh, they had lots of kids, and some of them were older, and uh, the girl couldn't make it over, uh, make it uh, one time, so uh, my her b- older brother came uh, to babysit us, you know, to watch us. And anyway, it, he uh, came over, you know, my parents left, and um, uh, this went, is either going to be real good or real bad. I'm I, not, thought, I, thought I don't know where this good. is going. I thought the story was going a wrong way here. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, he's not there very long, and he goes in the bathroom and shuts the door, and he's in there forever. And we hear this buzzing sound, like, uh, we, <laughs> I don't know what, what, what's going on in there? What's he doing? And anyway, he was in there a long time. You're making anyway, me nervous. Out. You're making me nervous, guys. Real nervous. <laughs> anyway, he comes out, and he's clean shaven. He has a has an electric razor. And, oh, oh, really? And he, he tells us, you know, that, uh, you know, don't tell my family. He's <laughs> going to hell. Yeah, so <laughs> whenever he came over, he wanted to... He wanted to, the he wanted to shave. <laughs> yeah. But he was really excited about that electric razor. Yeah, when you started talking about <laughs> yeah. the Amish girl that come over to babysit, Scotty, I thought this was going way wrong. <laughs> and Bev was really looking over here. <laughs> now, some of the uh, – when they got older, some of them moved away. They went to northern Indiana, and uh, one of the kids came back – well, was an adult – and came back in a 55 Chevy. And it it was uh, <laughs> it was all painted flat black, all the chrome, the wheels, the everything. Amish mafia. They, they, <laughs> I believe he became Mennonite, so that then he, he wasn't could, Amish yeah, anymore. So. Right. Uh, or he could have been new new order Amish. or somewhere. Yeah, yeah it could be. Know. I'm not sure. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Don't you remember that show, The Amish Mafia, that was on? For I a know. While? I know. <laughs> that was so funny. I think half that stuff's made up. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Dwayne's going tractor shopping again. Oh, boy, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk about some of my great Internet deals. We'll come right back with Cross the Line 1524. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two shots on a barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. It's time to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. They've got whatever you need for your fall warm-up drinks. That's right. Whether you're looking for a ready-to-drink cocktail, a mixer for your cocktails, a fine bourbon, a vodka, a rum, a gin, whatever you need, they have. Some of the things they've got there now, of course, you heard our podcast several weeks ago with Wally Dant. Uh, So all the Monks Road products are there, which is awesome, as well as their new Tennessee whiskey, Rattle and Snap. Go get you some. The official premium cocktail of the Cincinnati Bengals, Canvas. They've got it. 
It's a ready-to-drink cocktail, uh, raspberry lemonade, cucumber jalapeno, bourbon lemon spice, and bourbon mule. It comes in a variety pack, all four of those flavors. Grab you some, sit down on a Sunday, and watch the Bengals. And back in from Crown Royal, they have their salted caramel Crown Royal whiskey. You know, you need a little crown every now and then. It's time to start prepping for the holidays as well. They got McAfee's Benchmark Old Number 8 brand eggnog. That's right, get your eggnog on. And if you're into Smirnoff, they have the Red, White, and Merry Smirnoff Ice Holiday Punch. That's a good way to spike the punch bowl. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. Batesville Liquor Co.'s located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor is on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Cheers. Hey friends, it's your old buddy Rick Garrett. Each week I have the pleasure of hosting the Experience Franklin County, Indiana podcast where we look at the people, places, and events that make Franklin County such an amazing place to work, visit, or live. Join us each week on the Experience Franklin County, Indiana podcast available on your favorite podcast provider. We're here with Dwayne Bischoff from Hoosier Power Sports. Dwayne, what time of year is it at Hoosier Power Sports? Well, it's Christmas time, Alan. And we are loaded up with Christmas presents for the kids. You know, Santa Claus always tries to bring those gifts for the kids, and he just has a hard time getting them from the North Pole. So we try to help them out. We try to help the parents out. We keep a big selection in stock. Um, we do free layaway until Christmas. So if just so happens if Santa picks out a nice little ATV, a quad, or dirt bike, we'll keep it for Santa until close to Christmas time. And then they'll pick it up. We'll have it all ready to run. They just show up, pick it up, take it home, and, and get it going. Awesome, awesome. Now, you guys also offer financing? Yes, we do financing on, on the UTVs. We are an authorized sales and service center for Hyson, so we have high financing for that. Um, we are also we also are a sales and service center for Taltal, so we, do, we don't do financing on that, but we do take credit cards on that, so we're helpful out as much as we can. If I understand correctly, you are the Tri-State's largest Heisen dealer. We are the Tri-State's largest Heisen and Tau Tau dealer. Right now, we've got about 30 Heisens in stock and about 60 Tau Tau's. So we are loaded up, ready for Christmas. If you think you want it, we probably have it. If we don't have it, you don't need it. And you're not going to get it. And you're not going to get it, yeah. There's nobody going to get any more inventory this year anymore. Um, we've got another load coming in a week, so... Uh, the crews are going to be back, so hopefully those are going to be in before Christmas. So lo we're loaded up and ready to go. Good deal. Tell everybody where you're located. We're located at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana. So it's a real easy stop right off I-74. Awesome, awesome. So there's a place to get your kids' Christmas gift and maybe your own Christmas gift. So go check them out. Hoosier Power Sports located in St. Leon, Indiana. All right, so before we get back into the podcast, I felt the need to interject here. So I had not done any research at all uh, on the tax issue with Amish. Uh, and I did while we were mixing down the podcast here. So the actual truth is Amish do pay taxes. They don't pay Social Security. But uh, local, state, and federal taxes, the Amish do pay. Um, Social Security, they don't pay. Uh, that's just a, the way it works there. So back to the podcast. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. Everybody's filled the glasses up with something different, I think. We've got like three, four glasses. <laughs> so here's the deal. It's Thanksgiving Eve. So 
That means turkey. If you're drinking bourbon and talking to turkey, what bourbon are we drinking? Wild, wild, turkey. wild turkey. So we happen to have, this is bad when you got so many bottles you don't even know what you got. <laughs> I was going to have uh, Mike pick us up a bottle of wild turkey at the liquor store and and forgot to pass that to Mr. Montag. He's looking for Hang that. on, he's wiping out the mead first. <laughs> well, he needs the bottle. So we're sitting down here and we're talking about it and Mike looks up and says, well, you got a bottle we're a rare breed right there. So we've got uh, wild turkey rare breed, and it is a barrel proof. It's very good, very smooth actually. I'm surprised. It's 116 proof, I do believe. Oh wow! Would you like some Scotty Bourbon? Please, yes, I would. Pass nah. it down. <laughs> <laughs> Fill her up. There you go, buddy. Thank Woo. you, sir. This is just about like old days. So Scotty and I were, we see each other a little bit more now because obviously we're getting ready to open a shop. Met him more than they got one. So we were talking the other night about the old days. He goes, "Yeah, this used to be the big party night. We I used to go out to Cheers. I'm thinking, well, I used to play music at Cheers. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I heard. <laughs> and I'm sure we were all, yeah. you know, that, that was all the same yeah, time. I so right. yeah. I, I remember back in the day going from the. We started at Feltz's and went to Cheers and then went to Chuck's. Boy, you're Chuck's hideaway. You're telling how old you are. (laughs) And then after those four, I remember going on a Wednesday night, you know, right before Thanksgiving, uh, going deer hunting in the morning. It just went home, changed, and (laughs) didn't even go to bed. (laughs) We used to go to the Dairy Queen and get something to eat first. That's when that that Dairy Queen was awesome. Young, young Dairy Queen. Young Dairy Queen. Yep. They got in big trouble, though. Yeah, they did. Yep. But all, all those establishments you just named didn't pay their sales tax. <laughs> all those establishments you named are all out of business. <laughs> I quit going. So. Is that what it was? That's what it was. He quit going. So, so Dwayne, I hear you're going. <clears throat> you're going to look at another tractor tomorrow. I'm going. Well, not Friday. I'm going to look at a tractor again. I should say. Um, I looked at this one once. This guy had made me so mad. I swore I wouldn't go back because I went looked at it found a problem with it and uh talked to the guy and i said he's like well are you serious i'm like yeah i'll buy it just fix this and it was it was kind of stupid you turned the headlights on it would shut the tractor off and he's a like well, I'll just yeah yeah it was a short somewhere and he's like well i'll just discount it some and i'm like no i don't have time you just had this thing apart you go fix it and i'll buy it and he's like well when, when are you going to get it i said as soon as you get it fixed i'll be back and buy it so I left there assuming I had bought a tractor. Well, he wouldn't answer my text, wouldn't answer my phone calls. Finally, he did. He's like, oh, I sold it. Some guy left me money, and it sold. I'm like, are you flipping serious? So long story short, we end up driving to New York to get the Yoder man. And uh, <laughs> that was a bad one. It so, may have been New World Order. New yeah, World. We don't, know. we don't know yet. Something New World. but uh, So I come back home, and I've been searching again for this particular tractor, and here it is, that first tractor I went and looked at's back for sale again. And I've seen it for a couple weeks now, and I've just ignored it because he kind of just pissed me off that, you know, it was a principal thing. Well, I can't find any more. They're, they're all going higher price than I want to pay. So I finally called him today, and he called me back. And I got to call him Friday, and <laughs> I just asked him, though. I said, hey, I'm the guy that bought this thing a while back, but then you sold it to somebody else what the heck happened with that deal and he's like oh well well that guy left me some money and then he was supposed to go get a loan and 
he messed me around for three or four weeks and then I just said to heck with it, I'm selling it again. I said, oh, and I should have said, well, if you'd have just sold it to me, it'd already be sold, you'd have the money in the bank and been done, but I didn't. I said, well, I'll call you Friday and maybe we'll make a deal. So I'm back at that point. I've fix, already looked did at Did you it. fix the electrical problem? Yeah, I asked him that. I said, did you? I said, oh, by the way, I said, I was, when I was there, when you turned the headlights on, the tractor would shut off. Did you fix that? Well, yeah, yeah, there was a short in the harness two wires were touching and it would kill it i said oh, okay so you fixed it yeah we fixed it all right so good deal so i've got to uh, unfortunately say that i've had some um so we're all set up for our next podcast by exactly. the way exactly yeah 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 <laughs> <Disappointment>. <laughs> we can't wait tractor buying by Dwayne bischoff part two coming next week part three <laughs> part four <laughs> so i've had my this week i've had my fair share of um uh snafus with online sales <laughs> so obviously we're getting ready to open the sap bucket so about two months ago i found a cash register on marketplace perfect price um i'm like perfect got it got it here i never opened a box box looks brand new it's new old stock which means it's old just but it's been, new but it's new <clears throat> so we get to we're down at the shop the other night, and I'm like, well, let's, let's get this opened up, make sure we're all good here. So the first thing, I get it out in the instruction manual. There is an instruction manual, but the, then there's also a media thing to go. You know, Nowadays, you get a CD or whatever with it. Well, this one's a VHS tape. <laughs> oh, <are you> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. <clears throat> Well, just put it in your VHS you, machine. I thought you were going to say it was a floppy disk. <laughs> oh, it gets better. So then there's no key with it whatsoever. There should be a full set. One yeah. to run it, one for Z and X and So there's programming. a programming set, a run, a clerk set, cashier set, and a Z and X set. There's none. So there's actually five with, with it's a um, royal brand. There's five keys you can get. So this is uh, Monday night. When I, I messaged you yesterday, so Monday night, so I'm like, shoot, that's not the words I used, but I'm like, we don't have a cash register, so I'm getting online, and I'm like, so I'm like, here's one on Amazon I can get, you know, to get here by Wednesday, uh, so I, I mean, there were some real expensive ones, and I don't, I don't need anything. Just something basic. Right. I need yeah. something basic. Well, the problem is, there's, all the basic ones are sold out, ain't nobody got them. Right. So I get this one, it's a couple hundred bucks, a little more than a couple hundred. And so I'm at work yesterday, I'm looking at reviews, and it's like horrible, just absolutely horrible. I'm like, oh. So I get online again, and Office Depot in Cincinnati's got a, a cash register, a Royal, same brand name as the one that's sitting there. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, these keys fit. You know, I'm like, I doubt it. Well, guess what? The keys fit. They do? Wow. But then I realized... The royal, that old royal that's there, it's got a ribbon in it. Doesn't even have a thermal uh, printer. And, and it's a ribbon, dried out. it's all dried out. Won't yeah. do anything. So then I'm like, okay. So I got this new, brand new royal. So it's set up that you can plug your scale into it. You can have a UPC scanner, all this stuff. I don't want that. I just need to. So the dollar ninety nine. I should have brought the instructions with me. The first problem was nowhere, absolutely nowhere in the instructions does it tell you how to load the paper. <laughs> nowhere none I mean, it all starts with programming stuff and if you don't have that that you need the paper in there so yeah you see what you programmed and if you're not in a programming mindset i mean there's no here's how you get started right away it starts 
you do this to program this, this to program that. I'm like, who the hell come up with this? So I get online thinking I'll be able to figure this out online. Nothing. Even on YouTube, nothing. So I've actually got the paper to load and figured it out last night. But it's say, so did you call some twelve-year-old to come down and help you? Uh, <laughs> what you need? It's crazy. I mean, it's just got way too much, and you can't. It's, I just need simple math. I need simple tax and discount you need key. A journal. You need a journal. Yeah, and what it wants, it's got all this other stuff, and so the reviews on that one on Office Depot's website are. It'll turn off by itself sometimes. And as I was doing test runs last night, it was shutting off every now and then. So we'll see how the weekend goes. So that was number one. Alan will have a piece of paper and a calculator. Trust me, I'm taking him one down just in case. So number two was I wanted a display refrigerator. I want to sell pop and waters. I'm not selling them from behind the counter. People are going to get them out of the display refrigerator. So I bought one earlier this year, and it's in the barn, but it needs a new gasket. The gasket's back-ordered. Can't get it. When I do get it, it's $185. It's an expensive... Wow, I got a hell of a deal in the refrigerator, but that damn gasket... <laughs> so last week, I found another one. It was a Frigidaire uh, on Facebook Marketplace. So it's in Harrison. I'm like, this is perfect. So I, this is the guy. I said, hey... Will you take X for it? He goes, yep, I need the money. I'll take it. So I said, where you at? I'll get it after work. So he sends me coordinates. Didn't send me an address. Sends me a coordinate that takes me to an address. I go to that address. He's not there. Uh-oh. So I, I messaged him back. I said, what the bleep, you know? He goes, I'll be right there. I said, I've already left. I'm driving home. You oh, no, I got this, and I'll meet you at such and such place with it. I'm like, okay. So I turn around. I met him. Looks good. It's a nice-looking display refrigerator. Pain. So I take it down yesterday, last Uh-oh. night, <laughs> plug it in. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So I message the guy right away, hey, there's something wrong with this. He's a punk kid, and I hope he's listening because I'm not done with him. So he goes, oh, you must have a bad outlet. Plug in another outlet. Well, Look, Billy Bob's Electric just got done wiring that outlet. So I put the tester in it that shows it working, took a picture of it, and sent it to him. I said, there's nothing wrong with the outlet. I want a refund. I get a thumbs-down emoji from him. You're kidding. So unfortunately for him, I know where he's at. I found him, and he and I, this this isn't over yet. So, But it's just, you know, be truthful about stuff. That's the world. It's crazy. What's the gasket look like on that one? Um, different it, different style. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna take this other one. It's a Campco, the one I got, which is a real good brand name, uh, with a bad gasket. I'm gonna make that gasket work for this weekend. And I've got a company that I found that does build it yourself gasket that has one that matches. So I'm gonna be building my gasket myself. Yeah, I got a tractor in New York and go look at with good tires and no leaks. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about telling the truth. I think we've got stuck on the 15 side, Dwayne. That's what it is. I think it is. <laughs> no, it's we're just guys. So, <laughs> we're guys just on so the 24, 24 side. Don't do that internet buying stuff. <laughs> well, like, oh. it's it's a difference though. I'll be paying paying two thousand dollars for a display refrigerator and getting one for a couple hundred bucks. Right. So that's where I'm at. Yep. I just got enough money in the store at the moment. So. It uh, got our permit the day to sell food. We're good to go. Store opens Friday. Great. My we'll wife is so happy. Yeah, we'll see you Friday. We'll be yeah. there. That's actually been a great um, 
I don't want to make it an advertisement for the store, but it's been great to work with Mary, just her and I getting stuff ready. So she yeah. became, yeah. she uh, she's the chief procurement officer. There was an emphasis on chief. Chief, yeah, <laughs> chief told procurement me about officer. <laughs> so, chief. and it is amazing. I, 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 we had uh, we did an interview today that will probably be out later this week. Uh, in amount of different things that we've got there is you know we, we try to to spread it out so there's more there so uh she did a very good job so that's all i'm gonna say about that it's we're called the sap bucket it's yeah. downtown metamore indiana yeah we're looking yeah, we're what's looking the address alan 19054 south main street in metamore right where the train loads when you're unloads. done when you're done at our place head down the road to duck creek to see over the earth cafe with the spurlins there you go scott eats your chance come on speak up <laughs> what's the come special this weekend uh, is there a special there is what's the special <laughs> <laughs> we got a special it's all of it's special just so everybody, everybody knows know everything nobody is heard that except us so <laughs> so what's the special it's herb crusted pork loin. Herb crusted pork loin. Rosemary red potatoes. Rosemary red potatoes and Brussels sprouts. And Brussels sprouts. Bacon. Oh, wow. bacon Brussels sprouts. That sounds Just pretty good. Throw some, <laughs> throw some bacon on it. You can't screw anything yeah, up once you put bacon on it. Uh, we haven't mentioned uh, table, table twelve. 12. Yeah, hey, so yeah, table, table twelve. How's everybody going? As you can see, they're a little rowdy night. Dodie made some drink. I think they're all... There's a whole, like, dispenser full of drink in there. I think they finished that bottle of mead that we tested. So they're... Yeah, the mead's gone. I think Dodie's thing's about half empty. Is there a bottle of whiskey or something on that table, too? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not untapped yet. (laughs) Oh, the night's early. There's still a bottle of wine unopened, too, it looks like. Cause Cause ugly tonight. So guys, yeah. so you're just reinforcing. You're just reinforcing for me the the internet purchase stuff. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, we buy stuff from Amazon and stuff like that. But this, you know, sell it yourself on. I, I just struggle with. But that. see, I've bought so much stuff that I've not had a problem. And usually, I question people enough that I get the vibe that I'm, you know, what I'm getting in. But just when people just flat out lie, that just yeah, that's what burns my goat. You know, my trip to New York, that that one beyond burned my goat. I've never been lied to that badly before. So my thumbs down, one on wanting a refund. That that young man's going to get a lesson here shortly. <laughs> I mean, that's just. Well, see, that's a punk. That's a. I'm sorry. That's a punk generation who don't give a crap and have, well, and have never been beat up. <laughs> well, I mean, let's, no, no, let's not talk physically, but there's legal ramifications yeah. to some of this yeah. stuff. No, yeah. they need. I need physical. They, they need, need beat. <laughs> well, that's fine, but <laughs> sorry, it's just a. That's a. We grew up in a generation, for the most part. I mean, there's a there's bad apples every place, right. but you just don't do that. A man's words is words, right? Exactly. If you ain't got that no more, that's right. Well, I mean, we grew up in a time where somebody to hunt you down and beat the crap be, out of the, you. yeah I yeah mean, see? quite honest with you uh you get right down to it and you know a lot of that's not so much and i don't know that that's necessarily a good thing that that's going away to the extent it has it's but given, you look around the world i mean uh you know you got this young punk kid that started this this uh 
freaking <laughs> FTX or whatever. FTX or whatever. And he, it just seems like he just took off and didn't give a crap about what he was doing to people. A little bit of back history on it him. Just, they it? don't care. It's, is, it's that it's that I don't care attitude about what they're doing to other people. And I think we grew up at a different time. I mean, not to say there weren't people like right, that. Right. But, it but we did grow up. At it a wasn't time. as prevalent right. because the ramifications. There were, uh, there were ramifications. There were ramifications. People would severe. reach out and touch you. They, physically. Right. Yes. Yes, right. Yes. But the part of the problem with that with a little bit of our history I've known in him, he was a, oh, yeah. born to yeah. billionaires. His fa- parents were stupid rich. He's never done anything. So he's never learned work ethic like we had. He was never taught the same way. His was his life was yeah. money and... <laughs> he was taught a whole different way, evidently. Right, he was, yeah, but he absolutely. was. I mean, he was. His parents, from and, what and I understand... hopefully it, he learns a whole no, different way of going to... I hope, no. Hopefully he spends some time in prison. I doubt it. Yeah. He'll end up getting out. His parents, there's too much money there. Yeah, you can <laughs> say that. Bernie, I, Bernie, see, I don't believe Bernie, that. Bernie Madoff had plenty of yeah, money. So, he had plenty of backing, too. He went do to you know who the Chrysleys are? Who? All that fan that yeah. So there was a lot of money there, and there he's going to prison for twelve years. Yeah, she she's got going nine. for nine. And but that and wasn't that, this kind of money, though. I don't think well, they had millions. So, These people had billions. So here's the thing, Dwayne. He screwed some some big time people, and maybe some black market people into that market. So he may not just be he wor- may disappear. He, he may not just be worrying about jail time. So, what, so, so for people who don't know, what market are we talking about? The market. Oh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin the uh, cryptocurrency. The cryptocurrency. Yeah, you're you're buying a product that there is no product. So exactly. I, yeah. I heard a guy. I heard a guy. I was reading an article. They were talking about. Oh, you know, he. It's going to come out all right. It's going to come. They've hired a new CEO who's going to bring him out of bankruptcy, and this thing is going to be worth money. And the person's question was, what are they bringing out of bankruptcy? There's no so, product, that, so that's always been to bring out. That's always been my deal when the whole yeah. crypto thing. Because I remember you saying, "Hey, man, if we, if I would have just invested," I'm like, well, "But you're not really investing. There's really nothing there. Yeah, you're not buying nothing. But I'd still be a billionaire right now if I would have done it. But as long as you get out at the right time. Oh yeah, so, I mean actually, that's the same. I could have got that's out of it any time. That's, that's from the now. same thing with this group. If you'd have got out there, the problem is, is a bunch of people decided to get out, and the money wasn't there for them to get, get out. out. Right. And that's when it all. It's it's like any pyramid scheme. Exactly. Right. right. It's when it all falls apart. Right. It all falls apart. Bernie Madoff, same way. I'd still it's be a billionaire. It all, it's all fell apart. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I agree. You, you're, but, but how do you cash it in? What, you can what, sell it. The can problem you, with the problem with some of these is there. Do you know anybody that's a billionaire from it? A billionaire? Per- personally. A millionaire. Do you no, know anybody no, personally? I don't, I don't no. know anybody that deals with it. I don't know. I know, some, I know somebody that deals in it, it that has made money on it. Made a lot more than they put in it. I do know that. My wife put some money in it. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what. There is a garage that when I, when I didn't buy mine for that I'd make a billionaire, there was another garage locally that was taking Bitcoin as payment. And he's gone. So yeah. at that same time, if I would have done the same thing and took four thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin payment, I'd be gone too. I mean, there was that. There's that much of a difference in money transfer in that particular coin. But that was the only one that has kind of sustained and stayed. But it's still been up and down. It was I a, think it's all pie in the sky, quite honestly. It, I, mean, I just it, don't I get do the whole Bitcoin thing, period. I, I, I don't, don't either. either. I, I do, but I don't. I understand. It's not backed by anything. It's backed exactly. by air. 
You know, yes. I mean, it, it's not but it, it is. It has been volatile. It was up at thirty some thousand a coin recently, and it's down to fifteen thousand now. And but some like of it I, disappeared. They well, say some they coins took it do. off of. In the, and put it in digital storage, offline storage. Whatever that so means. So nobody can get to it. Bitcoin? What, what does that uh, mean? No, this F. FTX. Oh, see, that stuff is. Yeah. See, that's the problem is. And it's crazy. I don't want to get into it because I don't know Doesn't enough about sense. it. But you can create your so own coin. So if, if we have a listener out there who is a Bitcoin expert, we'd yeah. love to have you on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be because great. Because we're yeah, talking out of our ass right uh, now. We don't I, know what here, we're talking here, about. Here's all I know is that FTX, there's $8 billion missing missing yeah so that's what somebody's going to be looking for that eight billion dollars that's all i'm going to say it's on somebody's going to be looking for that now when they bring that online aren't they going to be able to find it then (laughs) i don't know i don't know it's in a little is that in a spaceship there's a guy a little thumb drive or something well you talk about there's a guy who threw his computer away or lost it or something that he has a hundred million dollars in Bitcoin on it, but but it's not real. It's not, but he can sell it. But it's, it's not real. But he can sell like, it. I was like, there was an but, episode of hey, it's, Big it's, Bang. It's, Big it's, Bang theory, theory had an episode where they had this Bitcoin, this Bitcoin or whatever, and it was on a thumb drive that yeah. somebody somebody sold or wrote well, over. You, or well, you laugh about this. The 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 whoever his garbage like we have rumkey here whatever his garbage company is he told them i'll give you half if you can find it well they know roughly where it was in this dump they're digging this dump out <laughs> looking for it because if they find it it's 50 million dollars <laughs> so they're investing their their funds and 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 labor and so hiring guys to com- dig it this, would, it would be looking good. for this guy's computer Seriously. there's more than one there's another guy that has one the, you, you put these in these crypto wallets. Will they give you your password? I don't know what that means. It's a it's a <laughs> digital wallet. Okay. But anyway, I still don't know what it means. they give you this password, and it's like twenty seven digits. I and think letters. the password says bullshit. <laughs> Whatever it is, they give you this password, and you have to be specific and exact. Well, I guess this guy forgot it, wrote it down forgot. wrong, whatever. He has one more guess. <laughs> to get it open and there's no forgot password button if you forget it or lose it that you lose right your there money. tells you this is all bullshit <laughs> well this guy has you know it's millions idea, yeah, it? so he, ha- he has millions in his wallet and he has one more guess so to alan's point we, we need to get somebody that that has some better information than we had on cryptocurrency because i do not get it whatsoever i mean i understand you still you buy, won't. If you, if you invest in gold, you got gold. Exactly. If you invest in silver, you got silver. But this is like, it's just floating out there in the Some ether. of us invest in bourbon, and we've got bourbon. Exactly. Absolutely. Temporarily. And, <laughs> and, well, and yeah. if we decide to store it someplace, we sure the hell be able to find it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully. We don't drink it. Oh, It's yeah. interesting to me. So I would like to get more. We have a lot of uh, people who comment on our stuff, so... I'd love to get more, if there is somebody out there that knows more about crypto than us, which would be just about everybody, uh, <laughs> let us know and we'll get you Obviously. on here. We'll, we'll get you the password of the Rust and Nail Speakeasy uh, and uh, you can crypto? be on our podcast. Yeah. I'd like to learn more. I, I've been trying to learn it. Um, but well, it's just if your tractor dealings are any, <laughs> shut yeah. up. I wouldn't try it. <laughs> Amish crypto. Yeah. Amish crypto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Scotty. I like you. I used to like you. 
I don't know a better way to end this episode. No. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. And we're off to get us some Amish crypto. <laughs> Table 12, what do you think? We'll see you all next time. We've got a bonus. At the end of this episode, the one and only 12-year-old football phenom is here. This is 12-year-old football analyst SJ, and this week in the NFL, Zach Wilson has officially been benched this Sunday against the, uh, the game against the Bears for Mike White following a very poor performance against the Patriots last week where he's only able to put three points up on the board. And his offense was averaging, I believe, two and a third inches per play. And when a reporter asked him if he feels like he disappointed the defense uh, by that performance, he said no without giving any explanation, which might be the worst answer you could give there. Uh, Really arrogant answer on his part saying that they that they didn't play badly when it's they did they put up three points uh and if you compare him to like other other quarterbacks out of that draft class he's one of the worst ones he just he he played well his rookie year but he hasn't improved trevor lawrence has improved tremendously with the new coaching and doug peterson getting away from urban meyer justin fields has been a elite running quarterback in the leagues for the last three weeks. Even throwing the ball, he's looked better. Ever since that Chase Claypool trade, I think that really altered his uh, ability to play quarterback. And after a game, Trevor Lawrence was asked a similar question after a loss to uh, a very similar question from what Zach Wilson was asked. And he responded to it a lot better than Zach Wilson. He said that he felt like he not only disappointed the defense, but he also disappointed the rest of the offense, including himself. And that he really needs to work on things. Like he threw a goal line interception that he addressed. And yeah, he took all the blame for himself, which is a very, very more humble and less arrogant thing to do that Zach Wilson did. I think the Jets have given up on Zach Wilson. If they don't perform this rest of the year, they will be put in a position where they could easily go grab a quarterback. And I think they won't hesitate to grab a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. He's just not improving and playing to the level that they're hoping of him. And this week, a lot of quarterbacks will be missing time, including Zach Wilson, but he got benched. Matthew Stafford is out against the Chiefs. He will miss that game with a strained neck. I'm guessing they'll start John Wolford, and he, he hasn't played too bad. I think he's a pretty, uh, he's a pretty above-average backup quarterback. So not too much to worry about there. Matthew Stafford has been playing well, so maybe, maybe John Wolford can play better than Matthew Stafford. We'll have to see. Aaron Rodgers has broken his thumb, and he confirmed, or yeah, he confirmed that he has been dealing with his injury since Week Five against the Giants. So that can really explain the Packers, the Packers' downfall and the poor play of Aaron Rodgers. He's been dealing with a broken thumb since week five and playing through that. Really changes the narrative on Aaron Rodgers. And likely he will miss time now that it has been confirmed that he has a broken thumb. Unless they just want to continue to have him play through it, but I think that'd be a really stupid idea since he's obviously not being, he's not, he's not himself since, uh, since the, be- the beginning of this year. So I think it'd be nice to just get Jordan Love in there and uh, see how things turn out.
Kyler Murray is expected to return against the Chargers. Now, there's the, there's this, like, theory that Kyler Murray... Uh, it's not a theory. It's, there's a lot of evidence. But, like, there, there's this game, Call of Duty. It's a very, very popular game. Kyler Murray is, like, I think, like, 0 for 49 and 1 on every, like, double XP weekend. So, Kyler, there was a clause in his contract that he needed to spend, like, two hours a day studying film. And they had to take it out because of all the backlash. But they might, they should have kept it in. He's been dealing with this injury ever since a new Call of Duty game came out. That's a bit suspicious. But now he will be coming back. Trace McSoy did not play well last week, but he will be coming back. He's expected to come back. Uh, after dealing with a hamstring injury against the Chargers. It'd be great to see him come back. He's a really explosive and fun player to watch. Pro Bowl voting has opened. I've already voted. I, I think everyone should vote. It's a very it's a fun it's a fun thing to do, vote for the Pro Bowl. I really don't know why they why they open it so early. But it is just a fun thing to do. Um Tariq Woolen the Seahawks uh, rookie corner that was, dra- that was drafted towards the later rounds has gotten his, I think, sixth interception on the year against the Bucks. He is playing out of his mind, but I feel like he isn't getting enough, enough love that players like Sauce Gardner is getting... Uh, AJ Terrell, I think he's getting a little bit overrated now. I don't think he's played to the level that he was expected to this year, but people are still praising him as a top 10 corner, when really I could see him falling out of that. Tariq Warren, in my eyes, is the defensive rookie of the year. And Sauce has been playing very, very good. I really like Sauce Gardner, but I think Tariq Warren's just been that guy. There has been some, some reports that the former... Saints coach, head coach Sean Payton, who gave up coaching uh, early offseason of last year, is eyeing and watching to see if the Cardinals and the Chargers head coaching jobs open up, which I think is very likely that both do. Brandon Staley for the Chargers has not been getting it done. I get it. There's been a lot of injuries, but their roster is so, still so talented. They just, he's gotta be, their team's got to be performing better, and I think that job could open up in the offseason. And the Cardinals head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, has not, has, he hasn't been doing it since he got hired. I've been a big preacher of the Cardinals firing Cliff Kingsbury. I think they should definitely do it. They've had talent every single year he's been with them. They've may, only made the playoffs, I think, once while he's been there. And they looked a lot, really lackluster while they were in the playoffs. And... I think they they need a, they need a new face of that of that franchise. OBJ is set to return very very soon. You I, I believe that he has tons of offers. I don't know how he wouldn't. He is coming off a big ACL tear, I think. Uh, but he he's a game changing player. He came off an injury coming back to the or coming to the Rams. Uh, and he performed at a high level, so I think he has the physical strength to come off of injury. I think the best teams for him would be either the Bills, the Packers, going back to the Giants, 
or the Cowboys. I think those those uh, four teams would be incredible for him. It would really elevate his play and possibly help him make a Super Bowl run. He needs a he needs a Super Bowl that he can actually play in. I felt so bad for him uh, last year's Super Bowl. He got hurt. He did get the ring, which is great for him. He finally got a Super Bowl ring. But I think he deserves to actually play a full game of the Super Bowl. He got super unlucky. But I think I think he needs to start making some Super Bowl runs so he can actually play in it. The Colts have fired Frank Reich. Frank Reich. I don't really know how to pronounce that. But uh, their old head coach and replaced him with Peyton Manning's former Pro Bowl center, Jeff Saturday. And people were really looking at that hiring with a lot of concern, thinking about how it how it destroys what head coaching is all about and how you can't just hire a, a high school coach to go coach in the NFL when these people have been working up from middle school up to the college waiting to get their NFL spot. But all the haters have been silenced. He had a very impressive win against the Raiders and really held on, held on to a close game against the Eagles. Uh, probably one of the best teams in the league. He's been really impressive so far with his head coaching abilities. And you can really see that the players have a good trust with him. And they just didn't have that with Frank Reich. Uh, the Vikings lost uh, by a lot. So I think it was 40-3 to to the Cowboys. Their offense was not ready. It was not ready. Kirk Cousins was not looking good. I, I don't, I've never believed in Kirk Cousins. A lot of people have been saying, like, he's a dark, he's a dark horse and... He's going to prove a lot of haters wrong, and he's going to be an underdog. And he does have the underdog mentality, but Justin Jefferson has carried him for the last two years. And Kirk Cousins is in no way responsible for the Vikings' success. That is 100% on Justin Jefferson. And their defense has played pretty well. Not against the Cowboys, though. Went up 40 points, which was, which was awful. A lot of quarterbacks have showed a lot more ability to more not more like humbleness than Zach Wilson. Fields officially apologized to his defense, saying that the defense gave their offense a chance to uh, win that game against the Falcons, but the uh, offense could not. They couldn't uh, snag that opportunity. And make something out of it, which it's a very, it's a very great, it's a great thing for Justin Fields to do. He's really earning a lot of respect in that locker room. A lot of uh, veteran players are looking up to him. A lot of rookies looking up to him. He's going. He is the face of Chicago now. It's his team, and it's a great move for him. Darrell Henderson, big surprise, got cut from the Rams. He was the starter week one. How really hasn't performed? Cam Akers has taken over from him. Taking his job back, Darrell Henderson got cut. Really sucks for him. Uh, hope he can get, he'll probably get back on another team pretty soon. He's a very good running back. Just wasn't in a great situation with the Rams. He's been fed like a workhorse running back with Matthew Stafford not performing well. And he's just not, he's not that guy. If he goes into like a pass-heavy offense, like I could see him going to the Chiefs. If he can go to a pass-heavy offense where he can really thrive out of that backfield, I think he could be great. But for now, he's staying in free agency on waivers. And uh, whatever team he goes to, it'll be fun to watch. Sam Darnold has been named the Panthers QB1, uh, replacing Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker. 
and it it's gonna be, it's gonna be weird watching Sam Darnold after not watching him for a while. Maybe he maybe he can prove himself. Maybe he has a Geno Smith comeback story in him. Maybe uh maybe he never wrote the uh, wrote the haters back. Uh, but don't don't expect much from Sam Darnold. He'll probably throw a few interceptions. I do, I do not trust him. I would not trust Sam Darnold with the ball. I would probably rather start a Cam Newton, pick him up out free agency, than a Sam Darnold. But Matt Rule has seen something in Sam Darnold. I also think Matt Rule should probably be fired. He has not done enough with the Panthers' young core, and he hasn't really really improved them all too much, so I think he should be fired. But not very likely that Sam Darnold goes off against the Broncos this Sunday. A big, big, big comeback season from Derrick Henry. He has been, he's been going off. And really, really great for him to come back from a big foot injury. Did not play well against that uh, divisional against the uh, Bengals last year. And it's really great to see him come back from that and be a top five running back in the league. Moving on from that, the NFL MVP voting, that has been wild. Every week, it's like a new quarterback, which I think it shouldn't be a quarterback this year. None of the quarterbacks have been playing well, but that's, that's a different point. Uh, it's been changing week to week. Like It started off like Lamar Jackson as the front runner. Then Geno Smith got in on it, Mahomes, Tua even, Jalen Hurts. I think right now, as a quarterback award, Mahomes definitely deserves it. But from a defensive, defensive award... I think you got guys like Micah Parsons that could possibly deserve it. He has been having an amazing career so far, and he could possibly go down as one of the greatest defenders of all time. He has been phenomenal. Trayvon Diggs has really improved his game. He was known as sort of like a ball hawk last year that led up a ton of yards, but he has been a much more of a more balanced lockdown corner this year, and I think he's really improved. I don't, I don't know if I'd give him the MVP more than like Micah Parsons. But right now I've got Mahomes as the front runner. And I got Geno Smith as like my number three guy. Hurts is my number two. I don't really understand Tua's hype. Tua has been playing better and uh, like raising the hopes of the Dolphins coaching and fans to have a good franchise quarterback. But I just don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I think Tyreek Hill, Mike Kosicki, all the weapons he has around him, Jalen Waddell, I've just been elevating his game to make his stats, make him look like a pro. But when you watch him play, he's just dumping it off to Tyree Kill. And Tyree Kill's running for an extra 30, 40 yards every time. So people who are saying Tua for MVP, greatly overhyping him. He is not a, even a top 15 quarterback, in my opinion. But anyway, that's all I've got today. Great week coming up in NFL football. That's all. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthelline1524.com 
We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15-24 on Facebook. Out the door.